Welcome back. This is the week you missed. I'm Jared. That's Todd. Todd just got back from Kenya and Turkey. Can't you tell? He looks so tan and cultural. Um, I, it is October 22nd, beautiful Friday. It is uh, decent weather outside. There's a lot going on, though, a lot to talk about. First thing I think I want to say, it's probably just going to be a minute of talking, um, but I just read the headline like 10 minutes ago, and I'm like, wait, what? That's crazy. Alec Baldwin killed someone? <laughs> what? Accidentally. So I guess my I have a few questions. One, why do you have a gun? Why do you have a gun on set? Like I don't get that. That's my first question because this has happened before. The time yeah. I remember hearing is Brandon Lee, Bruce Lee's uh, son, on the set of Crow, um, got shot and was a real bullet. It was supposed to be a blank and got killed. I don't even understand why you'd have a blank though. Uh, why do you have real guns at all? Like, why not just have a fake gun or like uh, even CGI at this point can overtake it? Makes no sense to me. Number two, you have a real gun. Why is it loaded? That's crazy to me. And then three, why is Alec Baldwin actually pulling the trigger while it's pointed at someone? I'm not even a gun advocate. I'm not so against them as a lot of people, but I'm not really for them. I'm a little bit scared of guns. I've never owned a gun. Uh, but even I know gun safety, you don't point a gun at someone and you don't pull the trigger, especially without checking if there's rounds in it. Like yeah. it's common sense. So what do you think happened? How did that, how did that go down? So, you know, unlike you, I'm a avid gun owner. And <laughs> yeah, I'm, not now. I'm happy to give my thoughts on this. Um, so a couple of things. One, you're absolutely right. <laughs> and I'm probably going to forget one because I feel like I always do. It, you know, the a cardinal rule of gun safety is that every gun is loaded and cocked, every gun, and you don't point it at something that you're not willing or wanting to kill or destroy. Like, and so, so, you know, obviously on a movie set, things are a bit different. The camera director of cinematography, in this case, who was the one who was shot, it might be something where the person that is having the gun pointed at them is standing directly across from you just with the way the scene is being shot. So like, I understand, and this apparently happened during a rehearsal for a scene um, from what I've read so far, and I'm sure this is you know, still gonna be a developing story, so I'm sure we'll learn more. Um, but like, I can understand the reasons why Alec Baldwin was aligned with this person with the gun. Um, the thing that I don't get, which is to your point, is after the Brandon Lee tragedy on the set of The Crow is, why haven't we come up with a better fake gun? Um, you know, you'd be, like you could have a gun where and because and going back to the reason like to have blanks. So that's the first thing I thought and other people that I've discussed this with is, well, why don't you just add in the visual sound of, you know, using visual effects, you add in the sound, you add in the flash after the fact. And I think part of it is, and I, and I could get this from having been involved in some stage productions is that it's not the same when the gun goes off if there's not a loud bang, because even if you know it's all fake, if the scene is someone getting shot, you're probably gonna have people flinching and other micro expressions that aren't gonna come through if there's not that sudden, really loud bang that you have from a, a blank or an actual bullet being fired. Um, so I get all those things, but at the same time, you could have a gun where the barrel isn't functional, where it is literally welded shut at the end and all the gases vent out the sides. And like, because I think, you know, there's a case to be made that the noise aids in the, aids in the shooting of a scene. 
but the muzzle flash or anything else like that doesn't matter. No one that that no one's going to be reacting to that more so than they're reacting to the extremely loud noise, and that could easily be added after the fact using visual effects. So it's a terrible story. <laughs> I was in an Instagram group chat and I. I sent a link to it and I said, I think Alec Baldwin just killed someone. <laughs> and everyone's like, just basically being like, yeah, it's, it's fucking scary. Yeah. Um, yeah I think things too, just real quick is, um, yeah. I, 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 we've seen enough of him in the news and I feel weird saying this, but I kind of want to see what Donald Trump thinks about it. <laughs> Cause, um, oh my God. Donald Trump is going to be a great A asshole about this. <laughs> I know it's not, it's not going to be nice. Like someone died. It's not a joke. It's not cool. But um, Alec Baldwin made a lot of fun of Donald Trump last year. And I'm sure Donald Trump is um, probably yeah. wants uh, Alec Baldwin to go to jail for this, which actually was my next question. Does Alec Baldwin get in trouble for this? Cause it's like, is it negligence or is it um, um, whatever it'd be? And I'm sorry, I'm gonna actually have to pause for a quick second. Oh, and we're back. Sorry for that little delay. My last question for Todd was, is Alec Baldwin gonna get in trouble for killing someone? Because he killed someone. <laughs> you know, it's you know, it's not funny. We're not laughing at it, but it is just like a it's an absurd statement and yeah. it's, it's an absurd tragedy and very sad. But so I don't think Alec Baldwin is going to face any sort of consequences, either civilly, so money-wise, or criminally. Mm. Um, I think the insurance for the movie is probably going to be paying out a boatload of cash. I think if anyone is going to end up being criminally charged, my assumption would be it would be the prop master, a person who set up and rigged the gun, um, because these things are like tightly controlled. The actor—it's not like the actor just has their prop gun and their box of blanks like that gun is being handled by someone whose job it is is to manage props and to manage fake weapons and to make sure everything is going to be safe is, is it a fake weapon or is it technically a gun i mean like do you need to be registered like to be a gun owner to have that or um it sounds I mean, like it was a gun if it, if it shoots and it kills people it's a gun i think it's not a prop <laughs> you know walks like a duck talks like a duck, it's a duck, <laughs> yeah. you know? So yeah. yeah, I think it's it's a prop gun in that it's used for props, but it sounds like it's basically, it's functional enough to kill someone, which is the point of the gun. Um, yeah. so for all intents and purposes, it was a real gun. Um, and, you know, so my, my guess is that it's because it, to, because the functionality of firing a blank in terms of actually triggering the reaction is the exact same firing a bullet. You have a firing pin or a hammer that hits a primer in the back of the, of the casing, which then ignites the gunpowder and you're off the races. So, um, so my guess is that obviously these people, the one who was injured and the one who was killed, they're gonna be getting paid out probably a lot, especially the woman who died, uh, her family, uh, which of course is no consolation, but it's, you, you know- You think the money, I mean, you think the movie will, um will be uh, not coming out because of that? Like, could they lose a lot of money that they needed? Or or will um, it make the movie more popular? Because everyone knows about this movie now. Yeah. I mean, look, I don't know if I, I don't know if I need a Alec Baldwin-driven Western in my life, but people <laughs> want it, but whatever. Um, I mean, look, The Crow still came out. Money, and look, this is, this is tragic. Like, but the thing is, it's like, 
you know, I had a girlfriend whose grandfather worked in a steel mill and he saw someone get run over by like an industrial sized forklift. Everyone was back at work within 30 minutes after they had wiped the guy off the floor. Um, so, you know, business doesn't stop because people die. Business pays people out and makes solves the problem through the legal system and then keeps on going. Um, I think the only the only reason the movie I think would be delayed or not come out would be is if Alec Baldwin or any of the actors dropped out. But if it's a big enough money making prospect, and again, I know nothing about this project, so I don't know if it's like got you know a great writer or a great script or whatever. But if it's predicted that look, this is going to be a winner, they'll make it. They'll make yeah. it happen. Not just gonna they're just not just gonna throw away money because someone died. Hollywood Hollywood doesn't have feelings as much as they want to tell you that they're compassionate and they care. This person, I guarantee as soon as someone got shot, there was someone on that set who just is immediately calculating, all right, well, that's going to cost us, well, what, 10, 20, 15 million, maybe give them seven, five, who knows? Yeah. <laughs> you know, no, you're right. Who's like second thought outside of, oh, shit, was immediately, yeah. all right, what's this going to cost us? There, There is a picture of Alec like this, and he definitely looks a little bit distraught. I, I can't imagine uh, he's feeling okay today. I mean, um, even if it's an accident, you did just kill someone uh, yeah. where I wonder how he's doing. I hope he's dealing with it all right, but I wouldn't be surprised if he drops out. Like that's a pretty uh, traumatic event. Yeah, you know, honestly, if I were him, like I probably would feel some way about holding a gun again on set. Like yeah. it would, you know, that's, that's like a PTSD inducing event. I mean, the, I actually saw a comment in an article I read that the person who shot Brandon Lee on the set of The Crow had basically said, I've never stopped having nightmares about that day. Yeah. Um, and, and I imagine that Alec Baldwin is going to get about the same. And that's sad. You know, I might disagree with a lot of things he says or his politics, but no one deserves that. And it's a tragedy. Um, and, you know, I, I hope I wish the best for him. And I think he's a great actor. I've, I've laughed at many of his performances and been amazed by many of his performances. And, you know, it just... It, it sucks. This sucks. Yeah. It's uh, last comment. This is completely random. Doesn't really have much uh, relevance at all, but it's just interesting to think Justin Bieber's father-in-law killed someone on a movie set. Like, <laughs> like when you think about the possible headlines going on, it's, um, it sounds like it's a joke. It sounds fake, but no, this is real life right now. <laughs> right, what do you got, Todd? I, I hope you can top that. Oh, man, you know, that is a wild story. And, you know, I think the, the thing I want to talk about, uh, have you seen Dave Chappelle's The Closer? Oh, yeah, great. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. Um, and frankly, look, I, I love it. it. I didn't see the whole thing, but I saw most of it. So I've, written, I've read about all the controversy. I understand what's going on. And frankly, look, I love Dave Chappelle, but I think more currently he has taken a shift from being not just a comedian but into a social commentator and while I think his more recent comedy specials have been funny they're not to me as funny in terms of like a jokes per minute kind of metric because he often goes into these like you know unfunny monologues that are still interesting and they're still impactful and they're interesting but it's not as jokey as he was before he sort of attained this next level of like social commentator and whatever whatever you would use to describe him um but obviously since people are absolutely fucking children babies who need to have their feelings protected 
he's getting a lot of blowback from over the trans issue and the trans jokes, even though he ends the special basically telling a story about a very good friend of his who was trans, who ended up basically being bullied to death potentially by a Twitter mob for supporting him. And he set up a college fund for his kids. Yeah, that sounds like an anti-trans person, you fucking assholes. Jesus Christ, sorry, this just pisses me off so much. Um, But there was a- crazy. The thing I want to talk about, there was the Netflix walkout that recently happened, I think on the 20th. And these two guys, at least two guys, showed up to counter-protest the walkout with signs that said, like, jokes are funny and Dave is funny. And we're just walking around, just basically screaming, being like, I love Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle is funny. Jokes are funny. Like, Mm. and of course, these, you know, the tolerant left, the people that are the picture of tolerance were violently aggressive towards them. At one point, someone rips their sign out of their hands that's on a very long wooden pole, rips the sign off. The guy takes the pole back and the person who ripped the sign up immediately starts saying, screaming, he has a weapon, he has a weapon. Now, if you're at an event where there's obviously a police presence and someone is saying, that person has a weapon, that person has a weapon, what are you trying to do? You're trying to get that person arrested or shot. Right. And look, I'm being extreme here, and I don't know in that moment if the person was thinking like, oh, it would be great if police arrested him or beat him or shot him. But that is a very possible outcome of those actions. And so the most insane thing is, and these guys, they never swore, they never said anything anti-trans. They were basically happily and joyfully counter-protesting these ridiculous woke crybabies. And the Associated Press published a picture of the guy who was one of the protesters and basically said, you know, counter protester at Dave Chappelle is shouting profanities at, at protesters when the exact opposite was true. And so this created a whole like Twitter storm of people calling out and being like, this is not what happened to Associated Press, you know, and this was a picture, this was a picture and caption that was then syndicated on the Associated Press Newswire. So that picture and that caption flowed into countless stories that use the Associated Press for their wire service and for their images. So this guy is basically being completely defamed by the Associated Press, possibly libeled. I mean, I think the, I don't know if you remember the Covington Catholic kids, the uh, Mm -hmm. tambourine Indian or Native American man who got in his face and everyone was like, oh, look at this white privileged kid. And he was taunting this Native American man and it turned out to be completely untrue. And that kid is now basically never going to have to work a day in his life after he sued like five news organizations for libel. Yeah. And, you know, I, I think it would be nice to see this happen again. Uh, I hope this guy sues. I hope he wins. I hope, frankly, what I hope is that he pushes the lawsuit far, far enough so that they get to discovery so that they can pull out all the internal correspondence, internal emails, internal discussions about these people. And I hope he just dumps it online. And I hope he, did, he, he would be a goddamn hero and a legend for exposing these completely bankrupt and corrupt media organizations that we have. Um, I'm just so tired of being having narratives pushed and that facts matter second. Like everyone says that Donald Trump was aggressive towards journalists and Donald Trump is attacking the media. No, you idiots. You're attacking yourselves by not doing your goddamn job. Yeah. You, you, you push you, you decide what the story is and then you mold facts or delete facts to make everything confirm your prior desires. And it's, it's just terrible. So the whole thing around Dave Chappelle has been pathetic. 
Um, the CEO of Netflix originally found his fucking balls and was standing up to him, but now he basically handed the balls over to uh, these, these pussies at his company that are protesting. And uh, yeah, I mean, honestly, if I were him, I would have fired every single person that walked out. I would have said, you're all gone. You know how many, you know how many people want your job? You are gone. Go yeah. find a job. It looks like um, I'm reading, I think, that the Associated Press issues correction on photo of Netflix counter protesters. So they they realized that it was probably wrong. They um, saying they tried to fix it, but the damage is already done with a lot of this stuff. So it's like um, saying sorry now doesn't really do too much. Well, look, and the thing is, absolutely no one knew who this guy was before yesterday. I mean, look, he had a YouTube show and he had a channel, but he was pretty much probably unknown, certainly compared to someone like Dave Chappelle. So it would be funny if this is the thing that one increases his following tenfold and then two, if he's able to sue people and just make a bunch of money off this too. Like him being defamed because that being the most profitable event of his entire life. And, and I, hope, I hope he just laughs all the way to the bank and is able to continue to grow and you know, go on to have an even better career because these assholes couldn't do their job. Yeah, I guess I, I'm just curious too, like... Um... At what line are these people trying to go to to make everything politically correct and not like hurt anyone's feelings? Because it's like, um, I kind of don't get, I'm not offended at all, but I'm pretty sure Jews get made fun of all of the time. Why yeah. doesn't anyone care about that? Like, I don't get why um, I, people should care about trans people, but shouldn't we care about Jews? Why, and I, I just like, I don't get why some jokes are accepted and some aren't. We can make fun of Republicans and hip, uh, Hicks and say that they're dumb and people from Alabama um, marry their own um, cousins. Like everyone makes that joke. It's all over the internet. It's on SNL. It's, it's accepted. Why is that accepted? But not this trans joke um, is a little bit weird to me. Obviously, you shouldn't hurt anyone's feelings. But I thought comedy was something that kind of pushed buttons a little bit. And like it's kind of supposed to be, hey, everyone's supposed to be able to take a joke right now um and it's a joke and i guess like the way you say the joke matters and like some jokes seem a little bit more mean than others but i don't get why we're all just saying that these jokes aren't allowed but there's a million jokes that are said on netflix right now about black people about white people about jews about asians about poor people why aren't those jokes why aren't we going crazy about those jokes it um doesn't make so much sense to me well, the only thing I can assume is that these people assume that trans people are all babies that need to be taken care of and infantilize them and view them as less than human and unable to take a joke. So right. that is my assumption, is that they assume that they need to be coddled and cared for in a way that the average human doesn't need to be inherently disrespecting them um, right. and not treating them like an actual walking, talking human being. Um, the yeah, you know, Netflix, it, those Netflix employees should be um, advocating for no more jokes on Netflix is what yeah. I'm saying. If you can't make fun of trans people, you can't make fun of anyone. Why is why are they treated any differently? That's actually treating people differently, not treating everyone the same. Look, and you're you know you're, it, it would be interesting because you brought up the Jewish angle and um, you know a couple things. One, obviously, Jews control all the worldwide media, so that's why <laughs> they're you know <laughs> able to be made fun of. Obviously, joking. Um, <laughs> the you know and it, it's a common thing. It's, you know. Um, the Jewish culture, and you can feel free to jump in and correct me if I'm wrong, but it's been known to have having a sense of humor. And the things that I've always heard is that because Jews for so many centuries and millennia have had to deal with 
tragedy and persecution that they always had to try to find a way to make a laugh or create a smile. And, you know, you, you heard stories of, you know, people making jokes in concentration camps. And it's like, when you, when you step back and actually examine that, it's like, these people were in a literal death camp and they were probably still like cracking jokes about like the old neighborhood moil, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and it's and, crazy. Um, and, and, and there's messed up jokes and like some jokes, I, I'm going to tell a joke right now and, uh, and it's messed up. And like, I wouldn't tell this joke to some people and some people I would be like, yo, this is a messed up joke. I probably won't repeat this all the time, but it is kind of funny. But, um, but I don't know. I, I like it's it's a joke. There's nothing more to it. But do you know why um, Jews don't eat pussy? No. Too close to the gas chamber. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ, Jeremy! You know I've heard a lot of I've heard I've heard a lot of very offensive jokes in my life. I have never heard that one. That is yeah. that is that is a brand new sentence that I've put heard. that one in the library. Yeah. It's a good one. But but it's like that's fucked up. That's a uh, really messed up joke. But it's a joke. No, I like I'm not anti-Semitic. I'm not like for Hitler. I'm not for concentration camps. It's a joke. It gets people kind of thinking a little bit. It gets people a little shock value, and that's it. Um, I don't know. And I I kind of feel like like uh, Dave Chappelle was kind of being doing a service to trans people like opening up the conversation he made a couple jokes that makes fun of them but at the same time he was advocating them and then he actually said like he's jealous that's like the main point i got was he said he's jealous of trans people because he said everyone makes fun of uh, black people and no one cares but you make fun of trans and everyone goes crazy and defends them and he's kind of saying hey i wish like black people had that type of treatment too so he was like uh, he was making jokes, but he the point he was making, I thought was like a valid and like a good supportive point, which um really weird that they just took it really badly. Well, and, and he would look, he's making a complex point and holding a mirror up to an aspect of society that frankly is a little bit fucking crazy right now. Um, mm -hmm. look, I respect trans people. I respect trans lives. I think they should have all the rights that, you know, anyone else has. I don't think it should be discriminated against, but these ideas that people are now saying, like, there's no difference between a trans woman and someone who was born a woman from birth. Like, no, that's not true. I'm sorry. I, I, yeah. like, I won't accept that. It's not fucking true. And, you know, I think and, it's and, not true. Someone who has uh, A cup titties and then if they got breast implants and have D cup titties, like, yeah, it's still a person and they're still titties, but they're not the same titties. Like, you can't. And, and if you're dating, if you're dating someone who has breast implants, you'd probably want to be told that they're breast implants, or you'd figure it out eventually too. But like, no, you touch them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, um, it's not the same. Like, uh, it's just not the same. I don't know how you could think that it is the same. It makes no sense to me. And it's, you know, well, and it's like we've gotten to a point where there have been instances, and again, I've just read about this at least once, but I'm sure it's happened more where a trans person goes in for a medical issue and is being so like a, a, a trans man, for instance, being like, I'm a man, I'm a man, I'm a man. Yes, I'm a man, I'm a man. And then it turns out that they have prostate issues. A woman doesn't have, uh, you know, or sorry, a, 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 you know, if they were a trans woman and saying, you know, I'm a woman, I'm a woman, I'm a woman. And then it turns out that, oh, there's an issue with your prostate, you know, an organ that women don't have. So medical doctors were, looking in all the wrong directions and all the wrong places because you were saying, I'm a woman, I'm a woman, I'm a woman. And no one could push back and be like, 
but are you actually a woman? Like, were you born a woman? Yeah. Because you can't bother hurting their feelings. That's too risky. That's too dangerous. You're transphobic. And then that's when I'm hearing, and I, I uh, need to read into it more, but supposedly they say there's a difference between gender and sex. And like, yes. uh, their sex is male, but their gender is female or something. And it's like, I don't know, that's confusing to me. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's wild. Um, and look, I, I will understand and accept that there is a difference between biological sex and gender, but if you're starting to say, I mean, and I'm sure you've seen the things where like AOC had a hilarious moment where she was talking about like people who menstruate, like like there's literal, there's literal push to get rid of the word women and refer to them as like vagina having bodies. And like, it's just insane. Like yeah. it's nuts. And I'm sorry, like, and this is- Don't say you know, nuts, nuts, that, that uh, is saying you're male or something. No nuts. We can't say nuts anymore. <laughs> no nuts. No nuts. <laughs> nuts. Um, but yeah, look, we're getting into an insane time when, um, you know, I just don't, I just, it's weird. And I think, you know, we talked about this several episodes ago where we talked about the idea of like a loophole and it's not a loophole, it's a tax rule. And this, and I brought up the whole idea of, you know, people who control the language control the narrative. Right. And that's what we're seeing happening right now. And I think George Orwell, they talked about this a lot. And in 1984, there's a big point about the way that you talk about things and the way that you say things and that the truth is no longer the truth. The truth is dangerous. The truth, the actual truth is what we tell you. Um, so it's, you know, we need to live in a world where facts have definitions, that there are constant and true things that are the truth and that are indisputable. Otherwise, the entire world loses bearings. Um, Which is what's you know. happening, it seems. Yeah, no, at least at least in the West. Um, you know, I've often joked about, you know, you asked if we're going to be having kids soon. And I flat out told my wife, it's like, look, honestly, like, I would move to a foreign country and raise my kids somewhere else to just not be surrounded by this complete and utter cultural bullshit that we're descending into. Um, and whether that's like the middle of nowhere in Wyoming or in a place that still has actual problems and does actual work. Um, but the idea of raising a child around in this nonsense is just scary to me. Like, I, yeah. I don't, I don't know. It just, it just seems really, really crazy. No, I, I definitely agree. Um, and it's only getting crazier. That's the thing. I feel like uh, we didn't even talk about all of the other crazy stuff going on, but there's plenty of wild shit um, happening every day. And it's, in my opinion, just getting crazier and crazier. Um, what we've talked about several times, we're not going to talk about it today, but like the food shortage and all the shortages are still getting crazier and wilder. Um, the one thing I'll comment real quick, but we'll, we'll wrap the episode up um, pretty shortly, but the fact that uh, Biden said he's going to make the ports 24-7 now. So now everyone's like, oh, now it's going to be fixed. It's like, yeah, that's going to do nothing. Um, <laughs> and things are going to get worse in a week or two. And uh, I don't know, that's that's the one I'm following for the winter. That um, seems like it's going to get interesting. And I'm stockpiling my soylents and toilet paper. So I'm set. Um, I, I definitely recommend it. And because if nothing else, you'll probably save yourself some money as prices continue to increase due to inflation and shortages. Yeah, exactly. um, yeah. Uh, you know, I could go on for another 30 minutes about all that nonsense because the way the Biden administration has been handling it is just absolutely insane. But we obviously don't have time for that. So Jeremy, we'll this save is it the... for next week. Yes, because I'm sure it'll only be worse by then. So maybe yeah, we have no, a... it'll be even better to talk about. So uh, awesome discussion. Alec Baldwin basically uh, killed someone and <laughs> and Dave Chappelle uh, upset a lot of people. And that is the week you missed.
A lot of crazy shit. So crazy thank shit. you guys, Todd. See you guys next week. Have a great rest of the week or rest of the day, rest of the weekend, whatever, all that. Love you. Talk to you soon. Peace.